Welcome to the Yoga Addiction. If you're a yoga teacher or student who wants a deeper understanding of yoga with respect to science, health, and longevity, this podcast is for you. Every week, we'll dive deep into a topic to help you be a better yogi, teacher, and communicator. We want to give you a practical understanding of the current science related to yoga and help you create quality, safe, and inspired classes, whether they are for yourself at home or for your students. I'm Natalie Sanger. And I'm Sandy Hewen. We look forward to you taking part in our conversations. Hello, everyone. This is Natalie. Uh, this is our fourth week of doing the Monday Quickie episodes, and Sandy did the first three of them. I'm really grateful that she kind of took the bull by the horns because I was sick, and I was having a really hard time coming up with ideas to talk about on my own. The whole idea of this podcast came from Sandy and I having conversations together about things, um, and we found ourselves just talking I don't know, for like over an hour just chatting on the phone about different topics. So then we kind of rolled out the podcast and Sandy had some inspiration and she wanted to do these Monday kind of quick episodes, which I thought was a great idea. But then in practice, I've been having a really hard time thinking of anything. (coughs) Excuse me, there's my cough again. Um, Partially because she's teaching several classes a week. I'm currently not practicing teaching and I'm staring at a computer all day and then coming home and wanting to sit down at a computer again is kind of overwhelming. So I was talking to my husband about this and he suggested that maybe we could try an episode where we chat together about yoga because he's been doing yoga for, okay, since like 2000, what, 2010 or 11 ish, I think with me. Um, so he's been doing it for a while and like both not super consistent practice, but it's always been something that we've done together and we go back to. Um, so my husband's name is Eric Westberg. And um, I guess I'll ask you, sweetie, the first question, like, I don't know, why do you do yoga or what are the benefits that you get from it? Kind of, you can go off anything to do with that. <laughs> okay, so hello. Um, yeah, why do I do yoga? So when we started doing it together. So you got me into it first, I would say. Um, yeah, but you were pretty easy to convince. I don't remember oh, like no, no, totally, but having to arm wrestle you about it. It was like, hey, let's go do this physical thing because nope. we like to do that No, together. no, I was just trying to like trace like how, how, how I got started in it and then, you know, why I found it as useful as it is. So um, you, de- you definitely got me started in it. And I think... <clears throat> at least initially it was a very physical thing um it uh i mean like i'm not an athlete i'm not like you know a a professional or obviously or even like a um, amateur athlete but you know i'm fairly athletic and i like to do uh, you know athletic things like i love running and i love surfing and Mm -hmm. um, both of those activities are a lot easier um with a lot of the physical benefits of yoga so um, you know, like mobility or, well, I guess, oh, another d- disclaimer here. I am, I do not know yoga terms that well. So <laughs> perfect. Yeah. So, you know, and also, you know what I'm saying, they're just, you know, thoughts, <coughs> right? Like I'm obviously not an expert in this. So, um, but okay. So back to the, the physical aspect of it. Um, 
I really felt like, and I still feel like yoga makes me a much better runner and a much better surfer. It makes me stronger and it makes me more flexible. And um, so that's kind of the reason, that was kind of one of the initial reasons I liked doing it with you and or one of the initial benefits I found from it. But then like the last, I don't know, you, you know when I started this, I started trying to, to meditate mm-hmm. uh, maybe like six months ago. Yeah. And I did it almost completely separate. You were meditating. There's no such thing right. as trying. Oh, for sure. You're for sure. Sitting, yeah. You're doing it. But I, I guess I got more interested in, um, yeah, for sure. So I have been meditating, I guess, is what, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but that that is well removed from my initial interest in yoga. Like that's, oh, yeah. That's kind of come out in the, the last little bit. And you did that without me even. I know that's yeah. Like saying all of a sudden, so guys, all of a sudden I just look over and Eric's like sitting on the couch with his eyes closed. <laughs> like, um, sweetie, what are you, what you doing? <laughs> and he's like got <laughs> headphones in because he's listening. He's doing a guided meditation. <laughs> and then he opens his eyes. It's like I'm meditating. <laughs> like, oh okay. We're <laughs> so giving like, it a shot. Just like, <laughs> so I just leave the room or. And he can, like, he just does it while I'm doing dishes or whatever. Our place is not big. Like, it's hard for it to be quiet unless you ask the other person for some quiet time, you know? So I, I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so it kind of started just being like, wow, I, I really think I'm getting kind of physical benefits out of it. Mm-hmm. And then it transitioned at some point into being like, I don't know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I don't know that much about meditating, but... I'm going to give it a solid shot and see, you know, uh, how it do- and how it does for me or what it does for me. And uh, I don't know. I, it seems like there, you know, I could get a lot out of it. So do you think so you've been doing it when you can over the past six months? And I know our schedule the past two months. We've been out of town a lot that interrupts it. It takes like a really strong practice to, to not let that stuff interrupt any practice of any sort have you felt like you've had any benefits or have you yeah is anything come out of that whatsoever uh yeah so so and okay so even you know I'm very conscious of the fact that I haven't been able to do it consistently like day in and day out but uh well don't give yourself a hard time well that's what I'm saying don't stress yourself but that's what I'm saying I'm not stressing out about it which is why I you know so I've had Lots of, or a few nights are just like, eh, like I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> no, tired. one of my, like not into it today. <laughs> one of my first teachers always told me if you're like, it's a toss up between meditation and sleep and you are tired. Or if you're like getting up at four in the morning, like yeah. a lot of traditional um, meditation practitioners do to meditate for an hour and you're cutting out, you're cutting time out of your beautiful eight hour sleep window or something don't do it like do yeah. do five minutes um when you get home from work or something that will be far more beneficial than cutting out sleep sure. if you're tired sleep she always said that and i remember that for sure yeah so actually um i think i have seen some uh improvements in it and uh this is actually kind of funny the so i could i've noticed this when i'm in meetings with people ah. that are irritating me and I've started, um, like, I, I don't, like, I don't get worked up 
vis well not visibly but also audibly because a lot of them are over skype and that thing so that sort of thing so like people can't hear me i don't think you get upset but like sometimes i'm just raging at my monitor being like what is this person talking about kind yeah of thing yeah and i've started <clears throat> excuse me guys. just like trying to notice that emotion mm -hmm. and just let it happen and then push it away or not not actually fit mentally or or intentionally push it away but just notice it and and see how that affects um my how i react to it after that yeah and it it's so far it, that you know i've um had a couple meetings where i just uh calm down i'm trying to think of like what did i actually do better i'm not even sure i did anything better i just noticed that i was feeling that way um and uh i wouldn't say it I don't know if I'm coming across like I get like have anger issues or something. No, we all have a little like yeah. voice in our head though. And you're yeah. like, things are frustrating. And then how much does that frustration start to like take over your, how you word? respond to people or, yeah. Or the, the entire, like your, oh my gosh, words doing this at night is harder than in the morning. <laughs> Your entire experience, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, I've had a couple meetings where I've just been like, wow, I'm getting like internally worked up over this thing, whatever it, for whatever the reason. Mm -hmm. And uh, is this really helping me out? And just recognizing that you're in that emotional phase, I guess you call it, or that emotional state um, helps you think it. through it or change your like think through it or process it a bit better you're just like okay well i'm i know i'm in this state rather than just being in it and mm -hmm. then you can you sort of like move on a bit easier i find because that for me is like the overall umbrella of what that should be above everything that we do in yoga i can't speak for all of meditation because i haven't tried all the different practices and but just in this in, if you're put put everything under a huge umbrella yoga and meditation like awareness is the primary piece because normal enable sandy and i talk about this all the time and for you to be able to create change you need to be aware of what's going on so if you're changing something within yourself you need to be aware if you're running and you're trying to get faster you need to be aware of some of like the physical components or biomechanical components or what things are tight or there's always awareness is the first step to change right so we don't do yoga or meditation to like have a goal it's to do something you have you do yoga and meditation to become more aware of yourself and then the change happens from there but it's kind of bringing everything back to yourself does that sound too fluffy or weird like does no that, that, that makes sense uh i think that's kind of <clears throat> I think that's kind of the way it was working because, yeah. um, <clears throat> you know, it's not like I had like a, a phrase on the, on my wall that was like, you know, like this person is irritating you, mm -hmm. like be aware of this. It just kind of spontaneously happened. I just, yeah, I just noticed that I was irritated. And so that the fact that it spontaneously happened like that and I didn't, wasn't, didn't have to be prompted. I didn't have to be reminded mm -hmm. that, uh, to, to notice that emotion was, uh, that seems like it's doing something, you know, or like some sort of change is mm -hmm. happening. 
Yeah. So it's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, when you, I want to go back to when you started doing yoga, we were in Waterloo and you said you did it for the physical benefits. So kind of turning this over onto the other side, what were some of the physical benefits? I mean, did you, did it make you run faster? Did it increase? Cause with respect to running, that's something that's also been very consistent through your entire life. Um, well for, since our undergrad, I guess. Yeah. Or master's degree. Um, <coughs> excuse me, that cough is still there. Um, yeah, like what, if you could pinpoint it on like a couple of things. Do you feel better, less injury, um, like endurance, yeah. just ease of movement or any of... Um, you, know, you don't have to remember back to Waterloo if you can remember something here where it specifically helps you. I think um, kind of a, a few things. Um, let's see. I think I... So so when, when we were in Waterloo... Um, and you know, I was thinking, oh, this is good for my running. I, I don't, I didn't really run the way I run now. I like mm-hmm. I ran a little bit, but I mostly played like ultimate frisbee. Like I played yeah, yeah. a running sport that has a fair amount of really um, gentle trotting around, and punctuated by these bursts of like sprinting, and a lot of a lot kind of like agility based, um, rapid movement side to side. You're, you're trying to fake out opponents, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I I don't have any idea if this is true or not. It's just the way. I, well, whatever, I yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever. Just just, just letting you know. That, like, um, I think yoga really helped with um, sort of like a. Uh, I was gonna say like a fast twitch muscle response where you you can react better. Um, I'm not sh- I'm not sure about that. I think it did. It, it at, at any rate like. Um, just, or, or just, it enabled you to move quicker, whether yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. what was causing it or yeah. whatever. Um, yes. And certainly being more flexible meant that just running felt better in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, like stretching after running, I always had hip flexors in the front. Yeah, is that right? Do I have that? Yeah. So <laughs> really tight hip flexors. And I remember... Or it felt like they were tight. It felt like they were you tight. I don't know if they were. Long, you have a... You, I don't think yours are that tight. Well, well I guess when I, but I it, yeah, it's yeah. the feeling. The feeling is what matters. Felt like they were tight, and yeah. when when I you, I'd stretch afterwards, they would feel tight and sore. I guess. Mm-hmm. But you know, then when you do, um, in yoga, when you're doing something like a low lunge, maybe with your back knee lifted, but you let's see if I can get this right. You tilt your pelvis forward a bit, and you know, keep your trunk straight up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that stretch in the front of your hips yeah. feels amazing. Like it nice. feels really good. Yeah. Um, so what I was trying to say was I, so in Waterloo, it felt like it was kind of helping that, um, uh, I don't know, sprinting kind of more fast twitch type running, but I do more like endurance, slightly more endurance running now and kind of like 10 K I'm comfortable running the 10 K at lunch kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think yoga has really helped me more so with that than the um, the previous type. So, do you notice if you go um, a couple of weeks, or yeah, usually a couple of weeks without yoga, that your running feels different? Um, yeah, I think it does. Yeah. I think um, 
yeah, I think my stride feels a bit more restricted, maybe. Like, yeah. And perception is important. Like, it doesn't really yeah. matter what is actually happening. Right. Your experience, Sandy and I just talked about this on our placebo effect episode. Oh, I feel like that was number 51. I'll link to it just like a week and a half ago. <coughs> Excuse me. But your perception is what's important. So if it makes you think you feel better. For sure. Then just go with it. That's it doesn't fine. matter really. If it actually does. Really I mean, matter. if you're really competitive and you want to go faster, maybe that matters. But for you. That's that's just the like the scientist aspect of my personality yeah. being like I'm not sure so <laughs> I couldn't say I'll have to do a study and get back to you sure. <laughs> I'll be doing yoga three times a week and running two times yeah. and <laughs> yeah I'll give you a practice we'll do research but I think like just overall easier thing to say yes to like overall flexibility overall athletic ability certainly goes up yeah I uh, I'd be yeah I mean. I just think it does. Um, oh, another one that I found, I was trying to think of like a better examples of where I found, or I thought it maybe made me a better runner was any of the yoga work where you're doing sort of standing balance poses, mm-hmm. um, that foot arch strengthening work. Work, mm-hmm. um, I think, makes a huge difference. Nice. Um, it makes and just like your overall power and stability. Yeah, and um, like you know, running. So when we lived in Vancouver, um, I really didn't like running uh, in the city if I could help it because it feels hard on my feet after mm-hmm. a while, like on running con- on, concrete. on concrete. Yeah, and I I like mi- kind of minimalist shoes um, with you know a four foot strike kind of thing. But and I have. I think decent running form. I don't know if it's the best, but decent. Um, but it's still running on concrete can get um, just tires your feet out. Mm-hmm. But the more yoga yoga I did, um, and the more kind of specifically focused on strengthening your feet with those balance poses. Like I remember, or you know, my feet are are they're actually not bad now. But sometimes you go into those balance poses. And your feet are just cramping. Up. I remember you asking me about that. Yeah, like why are yeah. my, it feels terrible? Yeah, it just feels <laughs> awful. Like oh, that's because your feet and ankles are weak. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, so that is a noticeable improvement. I'm a lot more comfortable running on concrete than I used to be. Mm-hmm. I, I'd still much rather run on trails, but uh, mm-hmm. it's more comfortable to run longer distances on hard surfaces than it used to be. Yeah. Um, I think even just the practice of yoga asana being in bare feet mm-hmm. is extremely beneficial period because I notice you and I do these workouts now and our feet are in shoes, obviously, if you're doing any other fitness class. And I notice that my my stability muscles, my glute med is still really strong when it, I'm doing like certain movements with it. But overall like it as a stabilizer in my hips is not as active in um, shoes where my feet can't kind of inform the rest of my body like feel the shift of my weight as much right anyways just an observation that i've made um we have to wrap this up pretty quick i'm wondering okay see if you can think of something maybe like a piece of advice it's funny you've done a lot of yoga and then we usually do yoga together and we come out of class and you ask me what I think because I always have like a critique of some sort, not to like 
shit on every yoga teacher. I'm definitely not the best yoga teacher, but I will say like, oh, this could be more well-balanced or the peak pose could have been moved over here or whatever. Like some of the language was unclear and you've picked up a lot on that. Like, is there any, if you were to tell or say something to a yoga teacher, like have a piece of advice about Mm. language or seeing certain people's bodies, seeing male bodies, looking at bodies who sit at desks, physical body. I don't know, like anything really from a normal dude who does yoga. Like advice, like what I like to see in a class more. Yeah. Or like if you could ask a teacher to do or not do something or just be more aware about something. Well, so, okay. I got a couple, couple ideas. Some obviously just personal preference, but I like, I really like holding poses. Mm -hmm. I like long. So I know that's a particular style, but I always feel if, if it's moving too quickly, then I, um, it, I, yeah, I don't feel it as much like I'm in a stretchier pose or in like a stronger well, standing both, pose, both, both really. Okay. Like, so even if it's like a lunge, um, or even if you're doing a flow, if you're, if the flow is too quick, mm-hmm. then, uh, I feel like I'm just kind of getting comfortable in whatever the pose is yeah. before you're out of it again. Yeah. Um, and you would always tell me that because, well, just so our listeners know, I taught corporate yoga at Eric's office for like two and a half, a good two or and a half, maybe three years, two and a half years. Uh, and he would come to my classes often, obviously. And then we'd ride bikes home together. <laughs> he would tell me what he liked and didn't like, which I love. So, and that was the one thing you always said. So I liked that a lot. Um, cueing, uh, I have since watching you teach and and you know experiencing other teachers the importance of good cueing is really pretty crazy like it's hard to understate i guess um, um and you, yeah you can just really tell the difference when uh teachers have very clear direction um with what they want you to do mm-hmm. uh, and uh it's even it might even be more important for sort of intermediate or beginner people so i would say i'm sort of like an intermediate or lower level like i'm by no means you know really you know a really great or you know like i'm not that experienced i'm just saying that the less experienced the practitioner is i think it's even more clear to have really uh, good cueing so that they the person the practitioner gets where they where you're trying to get them to go Mm -hmm. um and then a final one would be something uh that a lot of yogi teacher, or sorry, yoga teachers, um, really seem to all listen to the same music. Like some classes oh, have yeah. really amazing and just slightly different music choices, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes just switching up the music uh, can be really uh, inspiring, I guess, or uh, it can really make it much more enjoyable if it's if the music is what you're expecting all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's there's kind of like a certain sound to a lot of music mm-hmm. in a lot of yoga classes. Then uh, it kind of gets a bit routine. But sometimes you get a teacher that really switches it up, and it's uh, it's awesome. Cool. Yeah. There's oh, I could talk about the music thing for a long time, but we'll stop there just so because we're getting a little bit long. Um, what was I going to say? But not too loud, right? Some of those classes we've been going to, like it's so loud. Yes. Well, and also I don't have the best hearing either, so. Sometimes, uh, I'm not sure if that's just me or the music, but uh, yeah, I mean, if 
if the class can't hear your cues and that seems to defeat the point of hearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Thank you so much, sweetie. Yeah, thank you. That was fun. You're the best. You're I love talking to you obviously more than Sandy, but Sandy is like number two. And <laughs> <laughs> good to talk to you on here. So this is really nice. Thanks for doing that. From no All right. I hope you guys <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed. Um, if you want me to ask Eric more <laughs> excuse me, uncomfortable questions about yoga, <laughs> you can um, probably say something to us on social media, Nat and Sandy. Oh, no, we changed it. Sorry, the yoga addiction <laughs> on Instagram. All right. Bye, guys.